Brothers and sisters, today we have in the first reading of the Mass, uh, the words by St. Paul uh, about, you know, the present afflictions, the, the present trials that we go through in life, uh, the suffering, the, the unthinkable suffering or suffering that we can't understand uh, that, that come our way. And, but he assures us with faith. Now, this takes great faith, but he assures us that nothing is compared to the weight of glory to be revealed. I want to share with you a true story. A few years ago, a very close relative of mine had passed away and she was suffering a lot. And the day she died, um, I had, was actually attending a prayer meeting and some of my friends were praying with me. And when they were praying, this immense, immense peace came over me. And I said nothing, I was just sitting there. And then my friend Donica, who was praying with me, uh, he just said, the weight of glory is, is here. And he kept saying the weight of glory, the weight of glory. And, and uh, that peace. And so that night when I went home and I was in, in my own chapel in the monastery, um, and I was praying, I felt really inspired to go to a page number uh, in, the, in the Bible. And I should say that this term, the weight of glory, is not something that, that, that was in my spirituality or this piece of scripture from, from Romans, from not Romans, from Corinthians, from St. Paul. Um, it wasn't part of my jargon, spiritual jargon or language. But anyway, so I felt inspired to go to this number. And so when I went to check the page and I opened, my eyes fell on the word weight of glory, just like my friend had just prayed with me a few hours before. And I took it as a word because God's word is alive and active. That's how God speaks to us through the scriptures and through the promptings in our hearts, through the Holy Spirit inspires us. And it went it. And, and since then, it has really shed light for me about myself uh, with trials or, or especially loved ones who might be sick and going through purification or going through trials. And I and, and it said that, you know, even though the outer man is decaying the inner man is being renewed and even though we have to bear with momentary afflictions nothing is compared to the weight of glory to be revealed and to me that word puts things in perspective and so when we're suffering and we're going through trials we to have this eternal perspective we're not we're not um people who don't believe we're people who believe and we have a much bigger picture of life or we should have a biblical mindset a biblical reality, uh, biblical mental schema of how to, to, to approach these things. And, and it helped me understand what was going through with my aunt the very day she died. And I didn't take it as any coincidence that, that I was being prayed with. And this was the word that was given to me in prayer. And then, and then the Lord put up a page number on my heart and I went it and it was the same weight of glory. And it showed me how to interpret my aunt's experience or my relative's experience that, that yeah, she was decaying, but but also her inner spirit was being renewed through the suffering, through the trial, and that's more precious to God. And 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 it is hard for us, but God, with tough love, knows sometimes what we need. And every soul is different. Every soul is different. But sometimes the trials and temptations come our way, so that we could uh, be purified, that we could, that we could really. Um, enter the kingdom of God, you know, in, in the Bible, it says in Acts, it says, through many tribulations, we must enter the kingdom of God. 
And so this is true that, that the Lord allows these things so that we could break down our reliance on self and, 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 and even others and, and become reliant completely on God. And this is the virtue of humility. And this is, I suppose, what the sufferings in life, the trials in life try to form us. I've seen very proud, proud people who have not, don't want to talk to God, even though they believe in God. They, they, they want to do it themselves. And I could see how suffering has, has weathered them down to, to become soft and gentle and humble. And, and then they transform. It's amazing to see how people early on in life, how they were, uh, they probably eat you alive. <laughs> and then when they're young, they're so like childlike and, and placid and, and docile. And that's through the many trials. And that, that's God preparing the soul to, to grow in love, to grow in patience, please God. But here's the thing, you know, how we deal with trials could either make us bitter and resentful and angry. Uh, and therefore we have the fruits of the, e of the evil spirit then bearing in our life. Or we can allow the trials and sufferings to bring us closer to God, to call out for his name, to rely on him, to open up those depths of our being towards him. And therefore bear the fruits of patience, kindness, gentleness. So how we deal with our own suffering, our trials and our pains differs. And lastly, I would say that every day we have to pray for the virtue of hope, which is, which especially hope in heaven for this weight of glory that is upon us. And, and the virtue of hope relies on God, God's grace, God's omnipotence, God's power, his faithfulness to bring me to salvation, to, to bring me to this place, heaven. So do we think of heaven enough every day? Do we think of the weight of glory that is going to be revealed because of our afflictions? So brothers and sisters, let us ask for the gift of hope.